If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, play the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Get Rich Quick with Josh Noel, right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Your home for all the Christmas music you've been looking for all year long. That's right. You know why I know all? Because it's uh, it's that time of year. That is that time of year. And uh, it's that time of year, and uh, you are listening to that type of show. That's right. Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel, where we give you incredible, amazing, money-making ideas That's Right. that... You take. They're for you. You action them. Yeah. And all we ask in return, Noel, is? Is 10% tithe us. You take the ideas. You make them reality. You make yourself rich. You give us 10%. That's right. And uh, that's all there is to it. That's right. The wealthiest show on the airwaves. Is it the wealthiest show on the airwaves? It is. What would define it? What would make it the wealthiest show? On the, wouldn't you actually have to have wealth to be the wealthiest show on the airway? Oh, wealth of knowledge. Potential. But, right? <laughs> right now we have, we have a lot of potential wealth. There's a lot of potential wealth. Yeah. Yeah, I'll agree with that. You just have to go back in our 70-some-odd episodes. Boom. And, you know, just pick and choose. Pick, you There's, don't even have to. Just yeah. close your eyes and grab one. That's the point at the screen. Yeah. And there it is. Um, how you doing, Noel? I am doing fantastic. Thank you for asking, Mr. Josh. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah. You are doing fantastic. That's right. I got something for you. Oh, what? Okay, so uh, I I have mentioned before mm-hmm. that my building has mice. My apartment doesn't necessarily have mice, but they'll get in every once in a while. And all you got to do is just kind of like make them realize it's life's easier in another apartment. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. But you can never really get rid of them because they just... It's an old building with lots of holes everywhere, yep. and they just get out, and they're never gone. They're just gone from your apartment. In the rat apartment, uh, uh-huh. that was the issue with the cockroaches. Yeah. People would bomb individually in their apartments. The cockroaches would just move to another apartment for a couple weeks and then just make their way back. Yeah. But okay. Okay, yeah. so the other day, mm-hmm. I was sitting in my apartment, and uh, I heard over my kitchen, I heard some rustling around. I'm like, oh boy, we got a little guy in here, right? So I get up and I go and way a way up high shelf, like eight feet high, uh, with nothing on it but like canned goods. Uh, I can hear the rustling, so I grabbed like a a box of freezer bags, right? So a long box, and I start like poking at the cans, mm-hmm. and then I, and I could see a tail go in between some cans. I'm like, yep, we got a little mouse, right? And all I did, I don't even know how this happened, but I just kind of poked it and flicked the box up. And this mouse somehow, I got it, and it flipped and went flying through the air, bounced off my chest, (laughs) fell on the ground, and then just like took off. Uh So I got hit by this mouse. It hasn't been back since. But uh, yeah, the mouse hit me (laughs) and took (laughs) off. I had a similar experience at, at uh, uh, my friend, actually, you, from our games episode, my friend Josh. Uh-huh. Um, I was hanging out at his house at his uh, uh, when we were in, in high school, 
and uh, they had uh, they his folks have a duplex apartment, and the first floor is actually the basement, or okay. there's the basement okay. floor, and then the the ground level floor, and they had a little garden area, which is immediately just a place for rodents sure. in New York. And their kitchen had uh, big swinging glass doors, uh, uh, like French-style doors that went out to the garden. And uh, I was in his kitchen, and I just run in there to get some water, and, and the lights weren't on, and it was fine. And they had a big garbage pail, uh, and it was rustling. And I was like, oh, no, and I kicked it. And then the next thing I know, this thing comes shooting out over the top and runs down and runs onto my foot. And I shriek. I go, ah! And I jump in the air. And I jump like where I sort of like raise one leg, then the other. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. how to describe it. Sort of like kicking. No, yeah, yeah, I get it. And the, you looked pathetic, probably. It was a rat. And it oh, was right on my foot when I did this oh. jump. And it jumped. It was suddenly at eye level because when I jumped, oh. I shot it in the air. And it's sort of super slow motion. And like matrix matrix style it just looked at me and i looked at it and it went <laughs> and i screamed again really loud and shrilly and then ran out of the kitchen yeah and uh everyone was like what what happened and i was like it was a rat and they were like wow that was some reaction on your part they heard me through the whole they're just, house they're just down with it they you don't know? care well, i mean you know they they cared but they didn't have it running across their foot yeah they knew sometimes we would be hanging out in his room and it would be quiet and you could hear them running around in the walls at night you could hear them running around in the walls uh. and in, the, in the in the in the ceilings it was kind of creepy it yeah. was pretty awful um but that has absolutely nothing to do with today's topic noel no which is a war on christmas that's how, right and how to make money off of the war on christmas and it is a war it is it is a war you just have to turn on fox news oh yeah around this time of year every year yeah and uh there's bill o'reilly and megan kelly and all those guys telling us about this war on christmas happy holidays no it's got to be merry christmas that's right right you can't uh Whatever it is, it's not Christmas unless you say Merry Christmas. That's right. We're going to be making Starbucks money on this episode. Oh, boy. Yeah, wow. With their heathen cups. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it gets every year. It seems to get worse. Although I did hear that the war may be over. Oh, really? Corey Lewandowski went on CNN uh-huh. and said that uh, Trump has won the war on Christmas. Well. And from now on. All you're going to hear is people saying Merry Christmas no matter where you go. We got news for you, buddy. We're about to stoke that fire back up because <laughs> we want some money. We want to make it the pagan way. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. So, Noel, yeah. what do you got on this one? I'll tell Christmas? you what I got. Okay, so everyone knows this, right? Christmas isn't really on the supposed date of the birth of Jesus. Well, what you're trying to say is that Chances are good that Jesus was not born on December 25th. That's right. It's not his birthday. Uh, It was actually put there to try to drown out uh, some existing pagan holidays that were there, right? Uh, So, for instance, uh, the two in particular are uh, Yule, which Mm -hmm. is a Germanic and Scandinavian Scandinavian holiday. And we still use the word today, Yuletide. That's right. The Yule log. The Christmas tree. The Christmas tree, right. From there. and was it called the Yule Bush? Uh, they had all sorts yeah. of Yule everything, man. Yep. There was like a Yule boar. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. They had, a, they had Yule everything. Huh. 
Uh, I want to get some Yule board. It sounds delicious. <laughs> but uh, so there was Yule, and there was Saturnalia, which was a Roman winter solstice holiday. Uh, Yule was also a solstice holiday. Right. Um, and then if you want to look at that time, too, it's just like a hot potato at times for holidays for different religions. Yeah, absolutely. Right? You got uh, Hanukkah, uh-huh. basically right there. Yeah. Uh, you have Kwanzaa. Yeah. Which is Kwanzaa new yes, or has Kwanzaa, it just been kind of re- resurrected? No, I believe Kwanzaa was sort of a uh, uh, an amalgam holiday. Okay. I, I, I think it was sort of I think it was sort of something that was brought about in the 60s. Uh-huh. I, I don't quote me on this, but I'm saying it to try and take down Christmas. We respect right, you, try, Kwanzaa. Right, to try Keep and going. take down Christmas. I think it was brought around in the 60s by, you know, members of the Black Panther movement and okay. uh Various. Well, I know it was popularized by that movement, but I don't. I didn't know if it was an existing. No, thing I before. don't think it was. I think they sort of did an amalgam of sort of African uh, holidays and cultural things and created this thing called Kwanzaa. I okay. think. All right. And then it sort of dissipated and then sort of came back to prominence. What was it like? I feel like I first like it started becoming a thing in the early two thousands, late nineties. Yeah, I want to say yeah. And then it, you know, they made it seem like everyone maybe the eighties. And then it sort of took a downturn, and you never really hear about Kwanzaa anymore. Yeah, but okay, yeah. Okay, so so so, so far, we have some uh, formidable troops in the war on Christmas, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I see what you're you're but, talking about. But then later on, we also have uh, some others, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we have holiday, which is uh, celebrated by the Pastafarians, which are the about the past the 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 church of the Fla- flying spaghetti uh-huh, monster yeah. which is basically uh it's billed as a joke religion but it's uh it is a counter movement against creationism yeah yeah or in, intelligent design actually in particular mm-hmm. because they say with that same evidence that you're saying a science that we are supposed to treat as science you could have a uh, flying spaghetti monster um, so, uh, then we also have Newtonmas, which is, uh, celebrating Sir Isaac Newton, whose birthday was on Christmas. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Uh, you have Christmas spelt with a K-R-I-S, which is a secular celebration of Christmas of Kris Kringle. So it's basically Christmas with the Santa and none of the religion. But wasn't Kris Kringle a saint? Well, that was uh, St. Nicholas. That's St. Nicholas, right. yeah. Yeah, Chris Kringle, just a jolly old elf. <laughs> uh, like you. Yeah, like me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm a saint, too. Come uh-huh. on. Uh, then we have uh, Human Light, which is an atheist celebration uh, for Christmas, right? Uh-huh. Human Light. I did not know about that. Yeah. Well, that blows one of my things right out of the water. Okay. Uh, I don't think it's popular, so if you want to get a bit more popular one, you can uh-huh. get it. Uh so, basically, uh, we're going to look at these religions. They're all around Christmas, and in particular, there's several of them right before Christmas, right? There's, uh, I believe, Yule, Saturnalia, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, uh, Holiday. Holiday? I, That's the name of the, the... Holiday is the Pastafarian one. Oh, okay. It's just called Holiday. Gotcha. Um, so, I think they are all right before Christmas, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we all know how by the end of the Christmas season, the holiday season, let's call it, in this War on Christmas show, uh, by the end of all these Christmas parties, 
all these New Year's parties, all this going out and eating and drinking and big meals and heavy food and staying out too late, you're done with it. You d- you don't you're so happy when it's over, right? right? So any promotion of any of these other holidays, particularly ones before Christmas, uh, is going to make you sick of the holiday season sooner. Uh, and if we can hit peak holiday, then we can. You, you're done with the holidays before Christmas. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right? Okay. You're, you're like, yeah, I can't yeah. eat another big meal. Uh-huh. I can't hang out with my friends and family. Uh-huh. I can't do it. I'm done traveling. I'm right. done dressing up. I, I, I've gained 45 pounds. Uh-huh. I've spent $2,000. Right? You're done. So, uh, really, uh, promoting any of these other holiday celebrations is a big step in the right direction for the cause. Uh, <laughs> the cause of the war on the Christmas. The cause of the war on Christmas, okay. right? Yeah, it, yeah. It, everyone is a potentially fatal blow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I am going go to go into one thing that we can do to promote an underserved pre-Christmas holiday and steal some steam, steal some spotlight, stuff people full of food and drink so that by the... By Christmas time rolls around. They're done with it. Uh-huh. Uh, so I am going to talk about uh, the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. Of course you are. The Pastafarians. Uh-huh. And uh, so there's lots of ways you can p- promote it, right? But the easiest, the simplest, the one where you don't have to do hardly anything and you will have thousands of people in every city just suddenly waving the Pastafarian flag is <clears throat> we all know here in New York uh, what was once a small thing and it now is just a bane on the city is SantaCon wherein yeah. tens of thousands of 20-sums all dress up in the guys dress up in Santa oh, costumes yeah. the women dress up as Sexy reindeer or sexy elves, uh, and uh, they go out starting at about nine in the morning, and get horrifically drunk, uh, and s- spread s- spread Christmas cheer. Yeah, in the in the shape of vomit on in the, the sidewalks. Shape of vomit on the sidewalks. Yeah. So uh, all we got to do is we have to promote Pastafaricon. <laughs> Pastor Farrakhan. Uh-huh. Right? Even that guys, sounds like you're saying Pastor Farrakhan, like it, Louis Farrakhan almost, is right? becoming a pastor now. Yeah, but it's pasta. Pasta. pasta yeah, I got yeah. it. The, 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 the convention of Pastafarians. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, once again, it's like SantaCon, but you dress up like, you know, spaghetti and meatballs. Uh, the women can have sexy <laughs> spaghetti and meatballs. Maybe... Uh, <laughs> Sexy French bread or something that goes well with spaghetti meatballs. And I'm they, sexy uh, garlic bread. Yeah, sexy garlic uh-huh. bread. I'm sexy Parmesan cheese. Yeah. Grated or whole. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So you se- got it. Yeah, yeah. You don't need the lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. So all you really got to do is you have to make uh-huh. a buttload of fairly cheap costumes. Yeah. Uh, and you have to just start putting out signs saying, hey, we're meeting for Pastafaricon on... 
uh, you know, at Union Square on this day. And they will line up. They will <laughs> they would, buy them. They will just line up. Yeah. Basically, what you have to throw in there is booze. Is booze. Yeah. Right. You just have to say pub crawl. Yeah. Pub, bar yeah. crawl. Pasta Farrakhan bar crawl. Dress up as your favorite pasta dish. Yep. Sexy spaghetti Se- yes. meatballs. Whatever. Just dress up as your favorite pasta dish. Yep. And uh, and because uh, you know the whole sexy elf thing, you basically have to buy a costume. So so I mean, I guess you can make money also if you think about it. Making the costumes. Well, that, that that is really my idea. Oh, okay. Because I'm making I'm sorry. the costumes. Okay, gotcha. And I'm just going to announce it, and I'm just going to sell them at Union Square. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, as it goes, and people, the the word spreads. You can put them in actual stores right. and sell them beforehand. Yep. But for your initial kickoff, you're going to be have to basically be right at, you know, ground puke zero. <laughs> And <laughs> is, uh, is, is SantaCon in other cities or is it only oh, yeah, in New no, York? Is it everywhere now? now? Yeah. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. That's sad. I feel for you other cities. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Um. I, hey, look, I think Pasta Farrakhan is a great idea. Yeah. I, I mean, I, <laughs> Pasta Farrakhan. <laughs> <laughs> Come dressed as your favorite. Like, hey, I'm sexy ziti. Yeah. You know, the thing is, I feel like spaghetti, like sexy spaghetti and meatball. There's so much roundness yeah. to a lot of, uh, you know, strange shapes to yeah. a lot of. And it's like, you know, pasta is piled up. Yeah. It's hard. It's not. It's going to be hard to be like sexy. What but are you talking so about? What? It doesn't matter. You, the real purpose of it is to get shit faced drunk. You know what? Uh, what shape meatballs are? They're roughly boob shaped. <laughs> Roughly boob shaped. <laughs> I, I guess if yeah, I mean, sure, plenty of boobs out there that look like meatballs. Yeah, no, no. but it's okay. It doesn't matter. Yeah, That's a, it's a it's a small point, and you know, with some tweaking, yeah, anything can be sexy. You show enough skin, yeah, under that pasta, yeah, out of that pasta, it's sexy. Yeah, you know, ziti with cleavage. Um, what are the 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 wagon wheels? The wagon wheel pasta. Oh, I know you're talking about. Yeah. I don't. I don't know their name. Um, you know any of those things? Yeah. No. I, hey, look. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. You know, lots my- of money, and we will take down Christmas. Oh yeah. You know, but someone else out there, you might want to make a uh, Yulecon, a uh, Kwanzaacon, Kwanzaacon. Uh, you know, a Christmas with a K con, human light con, <laughs> Christmas with a K con. <laughs> Just the name alone, <laughs> Christmas with a K con. Yeah, that's just like <laughs> you're not bringing a lot of people in there. No, you know, Christmas with an X, Xmas con, Xmas con. Although that's still Christmas. Yeah, we got to get it right off. Yeah, right off. Yeah, no, no, you're right. Okay, so that's uh, that's my idea. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, so mine is similar but different. Well, okay. not really because it's not it doesn't have much to do with cons. Okay. Um you could do con con where you have a bunch of ex-convicts, ex-con con. Yeah. Ex-convicts come out. But there's no need to do that at Christmas time. Why not? Because Don't they deserve Christmas? Well, cheer? these things have to be at Christmas. Okay. You know. Fine. So in in that vein of other holidays that fall around Christmas. So I was looking at you know, despite the fact that there's a war on Christmas going on, apparently. That's right. And uh, uh, people hate Christianity uh-huh. and hate God, apparently. Yeah. Still, about 80% of the country, 80% of 319 million people uh-huh. identify as Christian. Yeah, it used to be like 82%, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so, you know, I know they're a put-upon minority. In this country at 80%. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, look, 
I think they should have their Christmas. Okay. I think, you know what? Give it to them. Okay. Let's not declare war on them. But the problem you run into, and someone who is uh, raised Jewish, uh, yeah. uh, secularly, okay. I might add, but I always felt it was weird that around Hanukkah, when I'd go into stores when I was a kid, and everyone would say Merry Christmas to me, uh-huh. and I would be like, yeah, I don't celebrate it. It means nothing to me. And I'd be like, Merry Christmas to you if you celebrate it, but you know, how about a Happy Hanukkah here or there or something like that, right? Well, they didn't want to just look at you and presume. Because, well, you, you can't, <laughs> even as a kid, you couldn't mistake me for anything but. Um, but then I was thinking to myself, when you really look at the crux of what the belief that the war on Christmas actually is, uh-huh. it's that the government and the media and uh, large stores in uh, what they claim is an effort to not offend anybody yep. uh, are really trying to wipe Christmas uh, off the books by not saying things like Merry Christmas or yep. even mentioning Christmas. It's always holiday. It's always, you know, uh, uh, it's holiday. That's the big issue is that they always call it holiday. Mm-hmm. Holiday, holiday, holiday instead of Christmas, even though... As you pointed out, and as everyone who has a brain in their head or lives in a multicultural uh, 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 section of the world knows, that multiple uh, uh, religions mm-hmm. share a similar time period as Christmas, either in the lead up to, as you pointed out, or slightly afterwards. Yeah. So I was thinking, fine, have your Christmas. All those stores can say Merry Christmas. And for all those disaffected non-Christians out there, that 20% of disaffected non-Christians, which comes out to over 63 million people in this country. Yeah. 63,800,000 to be exact. Grown every day. um, Who uh, either identify as a different religion or as an atheist. Yeah, sure. uh, Why don't you open up stores that cater to them and their holidays? Oh, yeah. Right? So... And then you have a much broader spectrum because some of these holidays fall a little after, they fall a little before. It's not like the one month leading up to the holiday. It's the one month leading up to the holiday and then a few weeks after that holiday and a few weeks after that holiday. Yeah. Right? So, for example, the Jews have Hanukkah, which falls usually within a week of Christmas. Uh, uh, and, and, and pretty much every major uh, religion and every culture has some day that is... Uh, uh, considered a day of exchanging gifts. Yeah. Like that's part of whatever the celebration is. Um, the Hindus have Pancha Ganapati, which we've we've actually spoke about on mm-hmm. the holiday show, I think. Muslims have Eid ul Fitr, um, which is the day after Ramadan when the fasting is, is officially done and they have a big feast and they'll exchange gifts with family and friends. So you open up a store and in the run-up to that holiday... You say, Happy Eid ul Fitr, yeah. Happy Hanukkah, Hachi, Happy Pancha Ganapati. Um, you were talking about an atheist uh, uh, day of gift giving, and I didn't know there was one. Yeah. I didn't know there was an atheist holiday, but there is on January 16th. I was thinking we could uh, give them one, uh-huh. atheists could celebrate one, and what better than January 16th, which is National Religious Freedom Day. Oh, That's yeah. an already on the books as a holiday, and that would be the perfect day for atheists to give gifts to each other, yeah. celebrating the freedom from religion. Um, 
and uh, uh, and that's on the 16th. So then on that day, I don't know what you'd say. You'd say happy National Religious Freedom Day, happy day off of no religion, yeah. whatever it may be. And you can just sell gifts to those people. 63.8 million people in this country. That's a lot of people to sell this stuff to. Yeah. And you can do it. I think even a better idea, as great as it would be to have stores, brick and mortars, even just starting off with uh, 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 a website. Yeah. And then when people go in, the algorithms and the website will sure. know that they are there to celebrate, you know, Edel Fitted or 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 Panchaganapati, yep. and it will immediately say Happy Panchaganapati or whatever it may be, and you just feel like, oh, I'm home. Yeah, I found my place. Yeah, yeah. And they can have their stinking Christmas <laughs> with their big old tree, and they can put it wherever they want because I walk into this store. Yeah, and that dude says Happy Hanukkah, Noel. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. I like you know what uh, a, a slight twist on this that I was thinking about uh-huh. as as uh, you were saying it. Uh-huh. If you want some of that sweet sweet eighty percent Christian money, yeah. uh, you could just make something like uh, perhaps like gold stars that they could all wear, and uh, they could be recognized as uh, the the Christian fellows. Uh huh. You could and sew it on their jackets could, and things like that. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Uh-huh. And when they walk into a store, you, they'd know to say Merry Christmas. That's right. Uh, and even there, could you, could it say on it like so? You have this gold star that's sewn on their jackets and stuff like that, and it'll say like Christian right in the middle in case you you yeah. you 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 couldn't do that. And then you could even here's a thought. Okay. So so the Christians are very persecuted, right? Yeah. Um, maybe part of the problem is is they feel cut off from their own kind. Maybe. So maybe you could set up large areas <laughs> that are sort of gated off from the rest of the world. Yeah where only Christians live, right? And you just put them in, you can set up barracks upon barracks upon barracks. You can even have them work there. Yeah. Let's say we have them work there a little uh, bit, you know? <laughs> I don't know if we have to go that far, but you can sell them all stars. Uh, <laughs> well, I've just figured we'll take it, you know? Yeah. If we're just pointing people out, identifying people, yeah. you know, why not? Exactly. Uh, um, yeah, just a thought. Yeah, you know, and then they could be in these uh, cordoned off areas where they can celebrate whatever they want. Yeah, well, anyway, any way you slice it, there's going to be big, big bucks in this war on Christmas. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a it, it's a growing movement. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Is, is it we, the movement? Is the movement the warriors against Christmas? Yes. Okay. Right. We're we're growing every day. As as I say, I think it used to be like eighty two percent of the country is Christian. Now it's down to like 80. I know. It's we're, terrible. We're, we're clawing it back. Do you think that's because... I, I See, I wonder how much of that 2% downgrade uh-huh. is people who have given up on the Christian faith. I think it's just you, you, Starbucks has turned them all into pagans. It, well, Starbucks with does. Those, with those yeah, cups. Those green cups <laughs> instead of the red cups. Yeah. Where's the Christmas tree on what that What was cup? the deal with the Starbucks thing? I sort of saw it, but it was in such a period of time that I just couldn't. I don't know. You know what I, I mean? I think it, it, it boils down to like they didn't have a freaking nativity scene on the <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> I went and saw. Uh, I just went and saw the uh, Rockettes Christmas Spectacular. Uh-huh. And anyone who thinks that there is a war on Christmas after seeing that show is out of their mind. Okay, they actually have a whole section where they bring out live animals and they recreate the whole nativity scene oh, on wow. stage. Wow! Yeah, the Rockettes don't dance during that, but what? it's like it's a weird. I know it's you. They're think selling they would, themselves short. I would like know, to see them dancing. Yeah, there should have been forty kings yep. instead of three. <laughs> But they sing, it's like a period where they, they just do this whole, like, it's super Christian, and it's like in the middle of what 
everything else about it is just like big holiday celebration stuff. Uh-huh. You know, they're just yeah. like candy canes and did this. And yeah. then suddenly it's like the 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 nativity scene, birth yeah. of Christ moment. It was weird. Did Mary have like fantastic legs? No, Mary was not one of the, 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 the this the the Christmas I will suggest to anyone, uh-huh. honestly. Um you should go see it. Okay. Because it's fun. And uh, it is definitely a very so light Mary wasn't a rocket. Then afterwards, thing. rip Ma- the blue. She robe did not off rip and... the blue robe off and be wearing a skin tight bodysuit. Okay, and uh, kicking up her heels. All right, but so those rockets, man, they're impressive. Of, yeah, one of our warriors is a, uh, a choreographer. You might want right. <laughs> to get that position one day, and right. you know, put the legs back That's in right. Christmas. That's right. Uh, so about this time, guys. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get off topic for a second, and we're gonna talk about Josh and I are busy guys. Very you know? busy. We are not only warriors against Christmas, warriors for financial, you know, just everyone getting rich, including us. Mm-hmm. We are also on the hunt to sell out and we every week talk about this in our newest segment josh and all sell out in which we talk about ways that we are actively pursuing selling out selling our our our, our integrity for, uh-huh. for the for the greenback uh-huh uh so you know the ways the old ways you know and and they're still good you can go on radio for Republican w- website go to the get rich quick with josh and all show page it's the sponsor button and uh, pledge an amount of money for every month for the rest of the season, which is about five months, mm-hmm. uh, to come to us. Half that money will go to Josh and I. Half the money will go to Radio Free Brooklyn. That's right. And uh, if you hate us, you know the way to do it. You go to the Radio Free Brooklyn webpage. You hit the Patreon button. Uh-huh. And you pledge them money on a one-time or a reoccurring basis, anything you want. It and can be a dollar. That's right. And you say... yeah. Get those guys off yeah. of the air. You can say, my name is Santa Claus, uh-huh. <laughs> and I don't like what they're saying about Christmas. Uh-huh. Uh, anything you want. Uh, and, and Radio Free Brooklyn, they're broke. They'll listen. They'll probably take about <laughs> 10 bucks to get us kicked off. Uh, you think so, that much, huh? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was trying to upsell, dude. <laughs> but uh, we all know the real money is in corporate sponsorship that's why we are you know pumping up starbucks so much in this episode (laughs) that's why we're thanking walmart for saying happy holidays Uh it's because we need you guys uh right now though we do have a sponsor we're starting small we're going big our sponsor mr monty lamonti josh please take it away Hey everybody, it's your good friend back again, Monty Lamonti, with an amazing tip just for you. If you're married. This tip is to all my married couples and friends out there, and this is a good one not to be taken lightly. This is one to live and die by. If you are married, do not sleep in the same bed with your significant other. Male or female, it does not matter. Having separate beds will give you a healthier and happier life. No more worries about rolling over, 
and waking somebody up. Or getting up in the middle of the night to pee. And being afraid to wake somebody up. Or just waking up early when you feel most comfortable. And not laying there like a schmuck waiting for the other person to wake up so you can get up and get out of bed. Just get a separate bed and sleep there. And if you only got a one bedroom, get bunk beds. Or those stupid beds they put next to each other. The singles or whatever. Just do it. Stay out of each other's bed unless you're making love. Another amazing tip from your best friend, Monty Lamonti. And remember, like always, if you heard this tip, you owe me two dollars. Yes, two bucks for this great tip, but I feel it's worth more. But get the money to me via PayPal at Montyism at Yahoo.com. The important thing is that you get the money to me. And as always, a positive and spiritually connected influence in your life. Monty, your best friend. Thank you. Montyism at <laughs> yahoo.com. Monty's got a Monty's got an actual email now. Oh, he's always had that. <clears throat> he's has was it, has he announced it on past episodes? Uh, just I think have he to, did once. You usually just have to Google him. Yeah. Um, I will say, Monty. That I don't necessarily disagree with that. Uh huh. I got. I can say as a as a <clears throat> non married fellow. Uh huh. Man, that makes me want to run out and get married. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, my wife and I, we share a, a large bed, a king size bed. Uh huh. And we actually each have our own covers. Okay. Because, that I can see. Because when we first started together, uh-huh. sleeping in the same bed, I woke up without covers. Every night. Would Deb say the same thing? No. Would Deb say the same thing that she woke up without covers? Yeah. No, because she didn't wake up without covers. <laughs> she had all the covers. In fact, she didn't wake up during the night because she was toasty warm under all the covers. Uh-huh. I, on the other hand, woke up every night because I was freezing cold, like in a fetal position, just shivering and shaking. Um. So, you know, yeah, Monty, I'm with you. Okay. Yeah. You know, especially after you've been together so long. Yeah. Having your own bed is kind of nice. All right. Just saying. Okay. Uh, so, also, around this time, every week we have a topic. This week, it is the war on Christmas, how to be a profiteer in that war. Uh, but we also throw in another little tidbit of a turtling, of a nugget, of a topic for you to make even more money. So, if you are right now just, you know, trying to find the right shade of nylons that look like pasta or if you are uh whatever it is you're doing listen to this come back later listen to the rest of the show and make more money so mr josh please take it away the get rich quick tip of the week Brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm going to show you how to be a millionaire like the big boys and how they make their money. All you need is a hundred pounds. You don't give me the money, you keep it all for yourself. You don't pay anybody anything. All the money that you need is what you keep for yourself. This particular method is buying and selling. If you say you start with a hundred pounds, you buy something for a hundred pounds and it could be one thing or it could be many things. And you sell that to make a £100 profit, giving you £200. And then with that £200, you do exactly the same thing. You buy one thing or many things. And you double your money to £400. So you make £200 profit. 
So then you have this £400, and then you use the £400 to buy one or many things um, to uh, get £800. Or you might even get £1,000 if you're lucky. And, and with that £800 or £1,000, you buy something else, one thing or many things for, um, for that amount to double your money again. So you do this 14 times and you make a million pounds. You need no education whatsoever. You don't even need to be able to read and write. All you need is to be able to know what to buy and sell. And it is very, very easy, believe me. You may think it might be complicated, but believe me, it's not. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a great solid solid <laughs> idea, isn't it? We uh, there are so many of these ones of yeah. guys just saying buy something and then sell it for yeah. twice what you bought it yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing, and I know we've done similar ones to this in the past. Yeah. Um, but I feel like if they feel it needs to be repeated by so many different people, yeah. why shouldn't we? Yeah. You know what? I think <clears throat> what uh, our listeners should take from this though is there's a lot of people out there trying to buy something double their money, mm-hmm. and keep doing that. Uh, if you really want to get rich quick, buy something, triple your money, and do it <laughs> quicker. And the, the way to do that is to sell things around the holidays or Christmas because people pay 10 times what they would pay yeah. at a regular period of time, right, for it, something that they have to get as a gift for someone. That's right. I hate Christmas. <laughs> I hate this time of year. I really do. I, I used to love it. There was a period that I really loved. I loved going out and buying people gifts, but it's become like such a, a, a fucking uh, uh, like albatross. Yeah. You know, especially as you get older and you start owing a little more money and it's just like, really, I got to buy this many people gifts? Yeah. Every time someone says like, well, it's the thought that counts. I say, well, I'm thinking about getting you something. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that enough? But um, boom. Hey, Thank yo. You. Um, but, I, have, I have nieces, so that. Right has kept me active but uh yeah i think it's great to see the kids get excited yeah but you know more and more it's like you know my mom's in her 70s and my mm-hmm. godmother's in her 70s and like it's like what do you want for her? Oh, i don't want anything i don't care whatever you want i don't <laughs> care and it's just like oh god everything about this just gets more and more depressing yeah but that's why we wage a war on christmas that's Noel. right so uh i got one for you dude uh-huh. uh you know the my my first one was basically, you know, try to usurp Christmas from its place in the calendar. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, this next one is, you know, just make it leave a little bit of a bad taste in people's mouths. And then next year, uh, every year, it'll go down a little bit on their priority list. Uh-huh. You know, just like <laughs> it's becoming an albatross around your neck. Uh-huh. Just make it an albatross around everyone's neck. So... Uh, when I was thinking about, you know, what's funny about Christmas, and let me tell you, I couldn't think of anything other than, like, cats in Christmas tree videos going bananas, knocking the tree over, causing havoc and damage. It's great. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of it out there. Uh (laughs) It really is. And if you Google anything to do with it, there's about a thousand sites out there like, how to keep your cat away from the Christmas tree. Uh, <laughs> you know, like leave it out there for a few days and don't do anything to it so they get used to it. And oh, like, yeah. there's all these like, it's an it's a thing. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. It's not just a, a one-time <laughs> thing that someone caught on video and put on YouTube uh-huh. and America's Funniest Videos or whatever. It's, it's a real thing yeah. and it's really funny. Uh, so uh, 
what what I decided to do was uh, I want to sell ornaments with uh, Wi-Fi video cameras built in. Wi-Fi, you'll be in, into this, wireless. Uh, <laughs> and uh, these oh. ornaments uh, aren't just going to have a little wire hook. They're actually going to clamp onto a branch, so it's on there solidly, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, with the remote, it also is going to be able to kind of open up, and it's full of catnip. Uh so I looked it up. Wireless cameras can be bought in bulk on Alibaba. Of course they can. For as yeah. low as $1 a piece. Wow. Yeah. Do you know how many you have to order? Uh, I think it was like 1000 That's still. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so you can get these cheap. You can make this. And, and the, it is important to keep it cheap because you need to make these so that you can sell for a good profit, for below $25. And the reason is, is because it needs to be able to be under the bar for secret Santa exchanges. So a oh, lot of okay. like high school yeah. kids have secret Santas. Uh-huh. Uh, Every office uh, does a secret offices Santa. Offices have secret yeah, Santas. Sure. I'm really, though, I would like to target the kids. Okay. Because... No one is going to think it's funnier to ruin Christmas dinner by suddenly causing the cat to destroy the tree on a on a catnip drug binge uh-huh. uh, that's going to be caught on video and then loaded on YouTube uh, than a than like a stoner sixteen year old. Yeah, you make you make an excellent <laughs> you know, point. Yeah, that that will be the thing. And uh, once these videos start hitting on mass the internet on Facebook, on Snapchat, on wherever you <coughs> post your videos these days, mm-hmm. um, it will become a thing. It will right. become the next ice bucket challenge where everyone <laughs> has to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but now if that happens, though, is that is that that sort of uh, uh, I mean, it is that's really boosting Christmas. No, 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 no. no. Oh, are you taking the piss out of Christmas? Is you that are what's doing happening? this right during Christmas. <clears throat> Christmas dinner, uh huh, and it you're just showing video of the entire Christmas party Being disintegrated. Ruined. I got gotcha. you in front okay. of your eyes. Yep, the tree yep, yep. falls over. The cat jumps after he's gotten that catnip. Knock the tree over. Smash the presents. <laughs> jumps up with a string of lights around it, uh-huh. trailing, and just starts like devouring the turkey. And like other people just start like. A brawl. I don't right. know. Yeah, no, they're just jumping up. There's gravy everywhere. There's gravy everywhere. There's, yeah, I get it. And yeah. people are screaming, and suddenly grandma's gotten burnt or she's knocked over because yep. she's got bad balance. When, you know, your big fat uncle jumped up and knocked the whole table over because yep. his gut was sort of stuck underneath. He was wedged between the table and the chair. Yeah. And he jumps up and the whole table upends. Yep. Oh, yeah, no, it's it's that kind of mayhem you only see in the movies. Yep. The, 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 the Trump fanatic and the uh-huh. Clinton fanatic <laughs> finally just start punching. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it, 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 it will be the catalyst to, to just take this down, this this house of cards, that Christmas tree house of cards uh-huh. that we are, are calling happiness. Uh, we, we, we will take it down, and the, the truth will be seen. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, it'll be fantastic. And that 17-year-old kid, he'll look like a champ to his buddies when he posts it. He will. He'll also, like, make money. Yeah. 
off of all of the ad revenue from the millions of hits he's going to get on his YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. You know, initially, I was trying to target these, you know, teens mostly because I I feel like they're the most apt to do it. Uh-huh. Uh, so before I realized I really need to keep this price down to be able to sell it and make a profit uh, for the, you know, Secret Santa exchanges, mm-hmm. I initially was going to try to make it so that afterwards it's like a bong. so it does this one thing but then it can do this other thing yeah yeah i like that i think that's a good idea but either way we're taking taking it down one tree at a time one tree at a time one tree one family dinner at a time one christmas dinner at a time that's right that yeah there was a when i was looking up sort of like how to make money off of the war on christmas there's this one woman who has come up with a she was so upset that Christmas was taken out of everything, um, that she is now selling these plastic trees uh-huh. that, of course, she gets made in China. Um, and in the tree is a giant light-up cross. Uh-huh. And they're called Christmas trees. It sounds like it would look like a, like a burning cross, though. Wouldn't it? Um, I get I get what you're saying, but I don't think it's sort of like you know. I think the Christmas trees come in like multiple colors. I know at least white or blue. Okay. Um, and then they're in like sort of, and then it's like there's a from like top to bottom, uh-huh. the tree sort of surrounds this giant light up cross that's right in the middle. Um, I still don't know what the Christ is in the Christmas trees because it's not like it's not like Christ is on the cross. No, it's it's from the pagan uh, Yule. Well, no, I understand that, but yeah. in terms of you know, it's just the cross and the yeah. and the and the and the tree, yeah, wrapped in the tree. Well, but that she, tree was made of wood. She's selling them. For the, the cross <laughs> was made of wood, yeah. which came from a tree, and a bog down in the valley. <laughs> <laughs> she's selling them for like four or five hundred bucks a pop. Oh yeah, we got Deb because she's uh, of that faith. Mm-hmm. Um, she got a plastic white one from uh, from uh, Kmart for okay. for thirty nine ninety five. Sure couple years ago we had uh just on the on the cat one when i was a kid we had dachshunds and uh one several times when we'd get a christmas tree the dachshunds would just go under the tree and pee on the tree (laughs) 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 and you'd suddenly just be like is the the tree leaking and then you can oh there's pee everywhere (laughs) um so that's a good one Noel. yeah so i have one it's not fully fleshed out so maybe you can kind of help me with this. Okay. Sometimes when you're in a war, yeah, <clears throat> a tactical retreat is necessary. Okay. All right. And I think that the Christians may need to do a tactical retreat on Christmas. Okay. As you said, there's a good chance that the 25th is not the actual birth date of Jesus. Yeah. They actually think that it may be around September. Okay. Okay. But I was looking around at sort of like, holidays around uh, uh, Christmas, and uh, <clears throat> I found that uh, the Eastern Orthodox Christians, who uh, uh, are a very strict uh, sect of Christianity, they celebrate a holiday on January 1st, uh, which is eight days after Jesus was supposedly born, uh-huh. uh, called Feast of the Circumcision. Okay. And that is a celebration because in the Jewish faith, eight days after you're born is when you get circumcised. Uh And that is the date that Jesus was circumcised. Okay. So 
sure, Christmas. It's become this sort of, uh, <clears throat> despite the fact that it is a Christian holiday, what it's really become uh-huh. is a money-spending holiday. Yes. Right? Yes. I mean, that's really, to it's, me, yeah. that's the war on Christmas, right? Yes. The, the war on Christmas, to me, is the fact that it has become uh, a holiday of 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 spending money. Yeah. Right? Well massive overconsumption. Right. Massive overconsumption. The only people who are going to want to celebrate Christ getting circumcised uh-huh. are people who have real faith. Right? Yeah. I mean if you think That's about true. it. That's true. That's a good point. You know point. what I mean? <clears throat> yeah. So and then what you're talking about is really you're really talking about putting the Christ back in Christmas. Sure. Right? And uh you know you could give gifts uh-huh. Um, but they can be things like wallets uh-huh. or suitcases or things like that. I don't know if you know the old joke. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, just rub it into a suitcase. <laughs> I just got a I just got a wallet made out of an elephant yeah. foreskin. Yeah, when you rub it, it turns into a suitcase. But you know, anything made out of leather goods, yep. things of that nature. Uh, but simple, simple. Yeah, um, knives. You know, the, uh, knives exactly. Cigar cutters. <laughs> <laughs> things of that nature um you know it's also you know uh, uh, uh but it's a very like specific mm-hmm. christian faith day like you can't mess it up with anything now you could change the date there is a, a a thought there is definitely a thought when they they try to figure out the timeline of when christ was actually born they think that the actual travel time they probably wouldn't have traveled in December because the weather would have been shit and that it was really closer. A lot of people really believe, uh, uh, and these are Christian and Catholic scholars, uh, uh, believe that it was, he was probably born more around September. All right. uh, In September. So, you know, you could take it away from New Year's. But then on top of it, right, if you, if the Christians take over January 1st as the new day to celebrate Christ and his circumcision, Uh uh-huh, just think of uh, uh, all that drunken revelry that we all despise so much and uh, that that sort of bacchanal that goes on on New Year's that I would imagine devout Christians particularly hate. Uh-huh. Um, they can reclaim that and get rid of that New Year's celebration altogether, and people would have to celebrate Christ's circumcision. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's a, a thought on that. Um, you know, things you can do. I don't know. Like one of the things about the Feast of the Circumcision is the first time that Christ's blood had ever been spilt. Yeah. So that's considered something particularly holy, you know? So I don't know. You, I mean, maybe you could do things uh, so blasphemous, but I won't even say it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you, you know, things like the penis of Christ compels you. Yeah. Things of that nature, you know? I don't know. I'm not Christian, so I don't know what the whole processes processes are with these sort of things. But, you know, a tactical retreat to sort of then build the forces back up. Yeah. And then maybe you can push back and take Christmas back again. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, one of the things I did read about was in the past several times uh, there have been many very kind of uh, uh, not— uh, what were the pilgrims? What were they? The pilgrims were, uh, 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 oh man, I just totally forgot what they were. Anyway, they were Puritans. Yes, Puritans were one of the movements. Uh, mm-hmm. And there's been other movements, too, that have been abo- out to abolish Christmas. Yeah. And have several times mm-hmm. abolished Christmas. And they did it in the name of 
whatever. Jesus. Yeah, they did in the name of that, that you know, these kind of celebrations are, are foppish. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly what they said, as yeah. a matter of fact. Yeah. Yeah. I, I you know, um, and and it, they were Christians. Yeah. Who wanted to outlaw Christ, who wanted to outlaw Christmas. Yeah. So, you know, look within. Yeah. We're not being religiously insensitive in this uh, episode is what we're saying. We are. I might be a little bit. <laughs> I might be a little bit. To you Christians who listen to us, I apologize. Yeah. Uh, but I'm sure, you know, you wouldn't mind uh, having some Pasta Paracon fest that you could go to. I wouldn't. I'm sure you could laugh at some of these YouTube videos that are going to be popping up of mm-hmm. Christmas cat bonanza. That's right. Yeah. We're, we're looking out for everybody here. We are looking out for everybody. Yeah, especially the little persecuted group uh-huh. of 80% of the country <laughs> <laughs> that has been, you know, really letting us know how persecuted they are. They uh, well, you know, if you're if you stay quiet, yeah. They first they come for, you know, those people and then they come for the others yeah. and I first said First they nothing. come for the 80%. That's right. And, and I they said, said nothing. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. we can hey. make fun of you because you're the majority. That's right. <laughs> and works. Uh, if you want to make fun of us, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you can reach out and you can give us ideas for shows, you know, rules to judge our schemes by. Yep. You can say hello. You can say you hate us. You can uh, <laughs> do whatever you want. But you can reach us at Twitter at GRQ Josh Noel. Um, you can email us at GRQ with Josh and Noel at Gmail. Dot com. Or you can get us on Facebook at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Knoll. You can go on iTunes. You can rate. You can review. You can go everywhere else where you can get podcasts and rate and review. If you've only listened to our podcast, I urge you, tune in Saturday night's 8 o'clock to Radio Free Brooklyn and listen to us live. Get the schemes before they're... Before they're done, before they've been jumped on, before they've been actioned That's by right. other more ardent listeners. If you want to hear it first, if yeah. you want to be like the guy who gets the head start, yeah, listen to us on Saturday night. Yeah, if you're the kind of guy or gal or or gal kind of person, yeah, any any religion, any faith, any sex, uh, who likes to go and like line up to see the first night of Star Wars when it comes out. Uh huh. You are the person who should be lining up to listen to us Saturday nights at 8 o'clock in Radio Free Brooklyn. Get it before the others do. That's right. Yeah. And otherwise, you know, you can always catch up by listening to us on iTunes. That's right. We like y'all. We do. We don't judge. Or Stitcher. I just just try to point people towards the station because I really do think there's a lot of good going on. There is. You can listen to shows before us and after us. Uh, So, you know, about this time. I, we we have so much money, we're we're sticking it in stockings at this point. Uh, we we don't have enough room for it, so we gotta do something with that money, or it'll just make us fat and jolly. So Josh, tell us what to do with that money. Please take it away. Spend that money. <laughs> if you can afford to pamper yourself, you can afford to pamper your pup. Some people buy their furry friend a Swarovski crystal bathtub, while others choose to send them off to a dog spa. Stars Dog MC is a spa in Monaco that offers therapeutic massages, aromatherapy, manicure and pedicure, a jacuzzi, and even a red carpet. After a day of relaxation, your puppy can shop for a new outfit from the luxurious selection of clothes and accessories like diamond collars and fur coats. Rough life. 
So that's for all the pet owners out there. You know, you're going away on vacation. You don't know where you can, where can I, where can I board my dog? I'm going to uh, Arizona for a week, or mm-hmm. I'm uh, going to my mom's for a week, and she's allergic to dogs. You can ship your dog off to Monaco, yeah, where they will live a uh, have a week of pampering mm-hmm. and uh, primping, yeah, and uh, they will have a better life than you. But it yeah. doesn't matter because you're so rich. Yeah, it's not going to matter. That's yeah. where Herschel's going to be going. Yeah. Once uh, we start getting our tides, they're they're coming rolling in. I can feel it on this uh-huh, one. Uh-huh. Um, you know, hey, if someone is really into movies, they're called a cinephile. Uh, what what someone called that's really into pets? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh. that's right, PizzaGate guys. It's real. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, guys, we know that we have given you gold. We have given you. Reason enough to quit your job, take out loans, you know, spend your 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 child's college tuition that you've been saving on 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 our schemes so that you will become fantastic wealthy. How do you have the faith in that? Well, it is because Josh scours the internet for rules of getting rich quick, to which we will judge our schemes by, and you will gain the confidence that you need. Josh, where do our schemes come from this week? Our schemes this week are 15 money tips to make you rich in 2017 from Business Insider. Yeah, business. Yeah, business. (laughs) Number one, become your own CFO. Uh, Yeah, Uh, which stands for... uh, the Christian faith Christian operative, of flying spaghetti monster officer. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Okay. Um, number two. Yeah. Go on a diet. Yeah. Holidays, guys. What do you think we're talking about? Too much Christmas. Too much. You know. Get on a diet. That's right. You just think about how easy it's going to be once Christmas is gone to yeah. lose weight uh, in the holiday. Everyone packs on the pounds. Yep. Around the holidays. Yep. Not anymore. Not anymore, guys. Uh, and I guess finally, number three, be selfish. Yeah. Be selfish. Look out for you. Don't be giving gifts. Don't be buying gifts for others. Don't be spreading cheer. That's right. Time to pick, take the power back, guys. So that's three for three, guys. Once again, you're getting rich as a little pig. Yeah. Yeah. With our ideas, which we're not surprised about. Uh, so once again, for Josh... And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. <laughs>